Welcome to the Fantasy Football Fiend Podcast with your host, Zay and Young Vander. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Fiend family. We're in the building once again. Hitting you off with a new topic today. Quarterback tiers and tier-based drafting strategies. Uh, but we also have a little bit of a new segment. So here goes nothing. Rapid Fire 10. All right, let's get into this Rapid Fire 10. Rapid Fire 10. This is a segment where we ask 10 questions that a lot of fantasy owners want to know. Is yay or nay? Not much of an explanation. Just a quick answer on which option should they go with. Let's do it. All right. Question one. Do you draft Michael Thomas? No. Trey Sermon or Michael Carter? Michael Carter. Taysom Hill or James Winston? Hill. What round should I look to draft Deshaun Watson? Uh, Round 10. Do I draft Saquon Barkley? Absolutely not. Najee Harris or RB1? Absolutely. Pitts or Andrews? Andrews. Chase Claypool or Deontay Johnson? PPR Johnson standard Claypool. Ezekiel Elliott or Joe Mixon? Zeke. Is Odell Beckham Jr. wide receiver one? No, not at all. There you go, guys. Rapid Fire 10 coming at you. All right, so let's hop into the main topic for the day. We're going to talk about the strategy of using tier-based drafting, tier-based waiver, tier-based trading, um, and the logic behind it. In many cases, um, we'll get caught up in specific names. Uh, we'll get caught up with specific teams, and we'll neglect to understand that there may be another player that should put up relatively the same amount or in the same neighborhood um, when you look at the average amount of points per game throughout the season. Um, so many times we can find value in our choices by looking at the various tiers that players are in. So again, we're going to start with our quarterbacks today. Um, and our tiers may be slightly different. Um, this is probably going to be one of those shows where uh, not everything is going to line up, uh, but you'll get the idea of how we go about making our picks. So um, I'll go ahead and kick it off, Barry, with my first tier of QB. Now, in this particular tier, for many, there's only one. <laughs> uh, but for me, I, um, I believe that there are about three quarterbacks in the first tier. I of have five. You so, got five. Wow. Five, okay. For sure. So we're going to have a disagreement in our first group. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let's see how this works out. But in the funny part about it is we may have the same five ranked. They may still be one through five, but yeah. our tiers, our system in which we believe that they're closely related, that's going to be a dividing factor in our decision making. So right. my tier one of QBs, um, one of one. Um, Patrick Mahomes, it's it's no, 
in my mind, there's no debating. Um, there's really not much I need to say about him. It's a, it is what it is, unless Barry has someone different as his one of one. Uh, he's in my top tier. He's not your one. I wow. got him one. I got him one. I got him one. Okay. Okay. I was I about to say, wow. We go. Okay. Okay. But, okay. But it's more of a one A one B. Right. I got sharing, you. Okay. He's definitely sharing the role. All right. So my three and my tier one. We got Patrick Mahomes. We have Kyler Murray, and then we have Josh Allen. Those are my top three. Um, those that, and that's my first tier. Who's your first tier? And then we'll discuss. In my first tier, I have Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, and I still have good old Russell Wilson. Okay. Okay. So for me, in tier one, I have to feel as if you can end the season as quarterback one. Um, so with that being said, I can kind of see – Lamar Jackson because he's done it before but I also believe that he did it in a vacuum what I mean by that is he did it when defenses didn't know how to handle his style of play and every year that you're in the league especially when you win the way he wins defenses are going to adapt to you just a little bit more and then looking at what happened with him last year um, he ended outside of the I want to say he ended either at the back end of, of QB1 or, or maybe slightly outside of. I, I can't exactly remember, but I know he was nowhere near his draft capital, which for some was the first pick or definitely the first quarterback off the board. But with Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, and Josh Allen, and these are all barring injury, of course. Um, I, I don't predict injury. So barring injury, um, I don't see how Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, or Josh Allen um, – Although they do it a little differently, uh, Patrick Mahomes is more of a traditional passer, but he can throw the hell out of the ball. Um, Murray and Allen are both decent with the pass, but they add that um, the element of the run. Um, and because you get a point for every 10 yards rushing versus a point for every 20 yards passing, um, when you can rack up those um, those those rushing yards, even in games that in the NFL, it really wasn't a good game for fantasy. That may be some of your highest scoring games because they're, you know, garbage time counts too. Um, and, and for your Josh Allen's of the world, I mean, he, this man has averaged, I'll say again, he's averaged seven, eight rushing touchdowns per season. Um, so if you have a guy, especially if you're in a, a four point per passing touchdown type of a league and you got a guy that's going to get eight touchdowns on his feet, which means that as those other guys are getting those four points for their touchdowns, he's consistently getting six. That's where your Josh Allen's of the world and your Lamar Jackson in that sort of a scenario. I would have Lamar Jackson in my tier one, um, but Josh Allen, he, he can do it both ways. And now that he actually has more than just um, Diggs, uh, Diggs is still going to do his thing. I think Davis, um, who's who's a sleeper, Gabriel Davis, uh, he's, he's going to be able to do his thing. Sanders is a wily old vet. Um, he's going to be able to do his thing. Um, the, the most suspect part of their offense right now is their backfield. So 
Um, I, I think that they're going to lean on him heavily. He's a young guy. I don't see them letting up on his rushing acumen anytime soon. So that's why I have that as my first tier. Any explanations you want to put out there as far as your first tier is concerned? Well, going off the guard system, what are we talking about? What's the G stand for? Game breakers. All right. So at quarterback position, the guys that can get it with their legs are the game breakers. Absolutely. I so definitely I have to put Lamar Jackson still in my top tier. He's still coming up. I mean, yes, uh, team's game plan for him a little bit last year, but he still had a thousand yards rushing. This is I true. Mean, so he's on back-to-back thousand yard rushing as a quarterback. Um, so any quarterback that can get it with their legs are groundbreakers. You know what I mean? So Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, and Lamar Jackson are all players that can get it in with their with their legs, also with their their arms. So definitely had to put Lamar in there. He only finished like tenth overall last year. Okay. Um, but hey, Mahomes he only finished sixth overall. So there you this go. This is true. This is true. And he's ranked number one on pretty much everybody's board. So, and just to remind everybody, who finished number one overall last year? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, who who's in your second tier? In my second tier, of course, I got to go with the MVP of the league, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Dak Prescott is in my second tier. Okay. And uh, it, it kind of stops there. Um, I have a, a two and a half, three kind of in the middle. But I would maybe put Tom Brady in that. Hmm. And uh, the young boy, Justin Herbert. Okay. I think it's fighting to be in that second tier. Okay, so we, we have uh, several of the the same players as far as that tier is concerned. So um, I do have Lamar Jackson starting off that tier um, just because I, I just – I don't see him being able to improve or even repeat his passing numbers. Um, he got more weapons this year. He does, but one of his best weapons is already hurt. Um, Brown is already out indefinitely we all know sammy watkins hasn't seen a full season since forever bateman is a rookie um so um andrews andrews may be the saving grace but if your tight end is really your only consistent pass catcher um it's great to have a consistent pass catcher at tight end but for Mm -hmm. that to be your best um and for all intents and purposes um only proven pass catcher i just don't see that as being good for the pass game so that's why he's not in my tier one um this year I do have Dak Prescott, excuse me, um, in, in my tier two. Um, and we have a difference of opinion, and I want both of us to kind of give our synopsis as far as it pertains to Russell Wilson. Um, I have him in my tier two. You have him in your tier one. And Justin Herbert rounds out my tier two. The name that you didn't hear in my tier two that was in yours is Aaron Rodgers. So <laughs> now as far as Russell Wilson is concerned, I actually want to start there because he was in your tier one, my tier two. Russell Wilson, I think Russell Wilson is one of those guys that if he was on another team, he could have – otherworldly stats just like a lot of these other uh, quarterbacks do but I have to look at the history of the team I have to look at the fact that their offensive coordinator was just released because they let Russ cook as they were calling it um and and, and coach Pete Carroll wanted a lot more running um 
Carson isn't hurt now. He's going to get the rock steadily. Um, and it's not that I don't think that Russell is capable of putting up tier one numbers, but just based on the direction that the team is going in and based on years previous, as far as end of year stats are concerned, I got to put Russell Wilson in my tier two versus tier one. Although, again, like I said, he's one of my um, he's one of the quarterbacks that I like talent wise a little bit more than others in the league. But why do you have him in your tier one? I mean, man, Russ, I mean, the first half of the season, everybody was saying Russ for MVP. This is true. Uh, and the same thing happens every time. When you get to the second half of the season, the defenses all know their plays. That, that's another reason why the offensive coordinator got fired. Yeah. Well, you know, in the second half of the season, a lot of uh, defenses took uh, McCaff away. Yeah. You know, and that, that definitely hurt uh, their offense. But uh, I know they want to – Gear more towards the run, but they don't have they don't have the same team they had from before when they was running the ball and they had Marshawn Lynch. This is true. Like Carson is cool, but he's he's not that guy. He say, yeah, let's. He's that guy the run. as long as he's healthy. <laughs> he can't stay. He's another one of those guys. I trust him to do what he's going to do. He's going to have a few good weeks, and then he's going to be sidelined. So right. I'm I'm gonna ride him in those first few weeks, and then let him go. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. He has not had the touchdown rate that he had last year since his, uh, I think, touchdown winning season. Like, like he, he, the rate at which he scores touchdowns, I don't believe is something that he's going to be able to duplicate this year. Now, granted, he's going to be playing like a man with his hair on fire because he got a point to prove, and sometimes. We we are at our best when we have a reignited fire. Um, you know, you, you see it happen in breakups all the time. What are you talking about, Willis? <laughs> Look, who 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 led the league in touchdown passes last year? That, that's what I'm talking. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think it's sustainable. We're talking about that's Aaron Rodgers, man. Yeah, absolutely. But look at the look at the several years prior to that. His touchdown rate wasn't anywhere close to what it was. Look at the year. weapons he had the years prior to that. Team was depleted. But what what he's, weapons he's, were he's, added last year, though? They're still depleted. They still no, 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 no. He had the same weapons from last year, and he added uh, his boy Randall Cobb, who's going to be a chain mover. No, I ain't worried about Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, if anything, is going but to Randall Cobb is going to do what Randall Cobb does. He's not going there and get you twelve hundred yards receiving nothing crazy. But he's going to move the chains, and he's going to be a little guy that he can rely on. Uh, in the red zone. But the um, fact that had, they needed Randall Cobb is a testament to the fact that they don't have anybody but Adams. Nobody but Adams got this man an MVP last year. I agree, so, which is why I don't think he can duplicate it. I think he can definitely duplicate it. We've seen the, uh, the emergence of the tight end from Green Ta Bay. Yeah, and, and that was uh, he had a huge, a very high touchdown rate. He was he was a part of why uh, right. my touchdown rate so, was so high. Trust me, Rodgers have better weapons now than he had before. Years past, he didn't have no running game at all. Let's not forget some of the guys that have been coming through. I mean, he had the, uh, the big boy in the backfield. What's the fat boy who ate um, himself out the league? Yeah, I know you're talking about. You know about. what I mean? So now yeah, he had, I think he ended up in Seattle or something right. like that. So I now you have Aaron Jones. Who's yeah, who's a stud. I think, I think people – not sleeping on him, but I think people aren't giving him his just due, especially right. with Williams now being going. I think he's gonna take a step right. up this year. Someone who can catch the ball out the backfield. Yeah. Um, 
man, I'm telling you, man, we didn't we didn't see this movie before. When Rogers is on the same page with the receiver, just like he was with Jordy Nelson, you gonna get the, you gonna get the best out of this guy, man. When so I you, give you, for my, you not to have him in your second tier, you are. But there's smoking. a reason for it because when I give you my third tier, I want you to show me where the point differential is truly going to be because if Aaron Rodgers is his norm. If, if we have normal Aaron Rodgers, which is great, which is a hall of famer, which is awesome. Aaron Rodgers don't, don't hear what I'm not saying. If Aaron Rodgers just regresses to the mean, just his norm, then he's going to get around the same amount of fantasy points as these next guys we're about to talk about in tier three. Um, I'll go ahead and throw out my tier three first. It's, it's led by Aaron Rodgers, um, followed by Jalen Hurts, followed by Ryan Tannehill, Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady, Joe Burrow, and Trevor Lawrence. So, again, <laughs> that's Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Hurts, Ryan Tannehill, Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady, Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. That's my tier three. Now, the tail end of my tier three could very well be tier four. I understand. However, mm -hmm. I'm going to make an argument for them. Mm -hmm. um, but go ahead and put out your tier three. My tier three would be Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Okay. Because also in our guard system, we talk about the U, the upside. Absolutely. And with him with the legs, Gives him that upside. So from week he to week. He can easily be Lamar. Right. So it's going to be some weeks where he got 30 points. You know what I mean? Yep. He got 80 yards rushing and then touchdown. That's already 14 points. Yep. No arm action. You know what I mean? At all. Uh, <laughs> definitely, I got Joe Burrow also in that same third tier. Okay. Uh, oh, I, I thought I was going to have to explain that. When we no, 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 okay. no. Okay. Joe okay. Burrow is, is, is one of the ones. Uh, Matthew Stafford is okay. also in my third tier. And believe it or not, he's not sexy. But from year to year, no. Kirk Cousins, man. Kirk Cousins. He got the okay. he got the he got okay. the sicky. He got, he got the sicky receiver. Out, yeah, he got the he, he got, got some, he got one of the best he got the probably one of the best offensive lines. Got a great a top five running back. He got a, a reliable receiver and in, in, in Adam Thielen. He got the sophomore superstar coming in and Jefferson. And I, I think this year is gonna be a good year for him. Um, like I said, again, he's not sexy, but you look at the numbers, man. You like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you like that. You know what I mean? So I'm putting him in the third tier for me. Yo, for sure. I, okay, I, I can I I can't even argue that. I can't argue that now. Now he was at the close to the very top of my tier four. And just so you guys understand. This is nothing that we've previously discussed. This is organically how we feel uh, personally about our QB tiers. That, that's the way we're going to do business as far as our quarterback, running back. Well, it, does no, it does you no justice for us to be on the same page all the time, but please pay attention when we are on the same page because for, the, for both of us to have the same opinion on the guy, jot that name down because I promise <laughs> you, you can't go wrong. I promise you. So my tier, uh, tier three – my explanation is here. I need people to give Ryan Tannehill his props. I need you to understand that before Julio Jones was there, when it was Corey Davis and A.J. Brown, mm -hmm. believe it or not, 
Tannehill has been a top. I'm gonna say I'm I'm say, I'm gonna say this for the people in the back. Tannehill has been no less than a top seven fantasy quarterback since he took over for Mariota. I'm gonna say mm -hmm. that again. Since he took over and got away from Adam Gase, sorry ass, he's been a stud. Almost everybody that's got away from Adam Gase has been a stud. That's a topic for another day. But <laughs> he still has the stink, if you will, from Miami day, from his Miami days, right. which gives you a value, has given you a value every single year. Now, do I believe that he's minimally going to still be at least as good as he's been now that he's upgraded to a Hall of Fame wide receiver? As long as Julio can stay healthy. Riddle me this. If you if you don't double Julio, is he not going to get off? If you don't double A.J. Brown, is he not going to get off? And if you do double either one, that means now you have a, a person that's not in the box. So is Henry not going to run you over? I mean, it's a – I don't, I don't know. You are more well-versed in real football. You played a whole lot more of it, even, even on the uh, professional level. Help me understand how you defend this team. Right. I, I don't I mean Ryan Tannehill should be in for a career year. And again, he's been no less than QB seven. So if he could, if he's gonna be in for a career year, that that that, that play action pass, oh my god. Right. That play action pass is gonna be ridiculous. So if he's in for th this man could easily, easily be tier two. He could he could end up tier one by, by the end of it all. But uh, Tannehill is a no-brainer, in my opinion. Um, I like Tannehill. Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is one of those guys that he's in a better situation now than he's been in in his entire career. I can see Matthew Stafford actually being like Ryan Tannehill. The same thing that happened with Ryan Tannehill when he left Miami. Other than the fact that Stafford still put up good fantasy numbers in his bad situation so he was over able to overcome the situation so now that he's with what some consider to be an offensive genius in sean McVay, and that um and that rams offense in those weapons should i not expect for him to have much better numbers as long as he can stay healthy again um these projections are all barring you know everyone being healthy um, but the, the little thumb injury that he got the other day, um, it's, it's nothing major. Um, it was on his surgically repaired thumb, but it's nothing major. He'll be out of practice for just a couple of days. He's not even week to week or anything like that. But Stafford, I think it barring health again, he could be one of those guys that easily catapults into that top. Tier. He's a tough kid anyway. Absolutely. Um, Matthew Stafford, he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna play regardless, you know, he, so injury, I don't think is a big thing for him. He he gets his little nicks here and there, but he plays. Um, to piggyback what you were saying about Tannehill, a lot of people don't know. I mean, if you look at like the last twenty four games, this guy has a higher quarterback rating than Patrick Mahomes, mm. has thrown more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes, mm. and has had a higher completion percentage than Patrick Mahomes. And that was before Julio Jones. Correct. You know, we talking mean? about so a league winner right here. He he we, definitely we is one of those guys. The the name is not sexy, we know, but when you, when you look at the numbers, we, we talk about it all the time, numbers over names. Absolutely. So when you look at the numbers, man, uh, he's definitely a guy that you want to consider. Uh, and I definitely agree he could definitely 
jump into the top tier when it comes to uh, at the end of the season. He definitely could be in that top tier finish. Now, I have – I think you had Tom Brady in your second tier, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I got him in the okay. second tier, but at the back, maybe high three, low two. Gotcha. So I have Tom Brady in my third tier. Tom Brady, he is old reliable. Um, he's he he's bust proof again, barring injury. Um, uh, look at the weapons that man has on the team. Um, isn't um OJ Howard coming back too? Yes. I mean, so I mean he has weapons go look. He may be the safest offensive draft pick on his team because week to week. Because he has so many different options, we don't know which one of them is going to be consistent. But he can't help but to be consistent, in my opinion. So I don't think he's going to get to the highest of the high because he will have zero rushing yards. Zero. Um, <laughs> every other quarterback that we've named to this point can at least eke out some yards, if not a whole lot of yards. Um, that's something else that people don't talk about, Ryan Tannehill. He don't mind running the rock. Yeah, I mean, he's a um, wide receiver in college. Yeah, so so he's athletic, right? So so he's athletic. He don't mind running the rock. He don't mind getting hit. So right. Tom Brady, he's not going to get you anything on his legs, but he's liable to put up fifty touchdowns this year. I don't know. I mean, he, I, 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 I could see this being literally his swan song, and, and and him trying to literally do better than he's ever done. And and why not? I mean, you can't hit the quarterback. He has awesome weapons. He's going to have the ball in his hands a lot because that defense is ridiculous. He has a no-risk-it, no-biscuit offense, so they're going to be throwing it downhill. You have Antonio Brown in his second year in the offense with no shenanigans in the offseason, who's another value pick right now, in my humble opinion. Uh, But I I don't see how Tom Brady doesn't succeed. But this is also, as we were talking about draft strategy, why you don't pick a quarterback early. We're we're down to quarterbacks now 13 and 14, um, headed into quarterback 15. Um, and we're looking at them all as being, for the most part, somewhat similar as far as what their best weeks will get you. So this is why you don't necessarily have to have a tier one QB, especially not out of the draft, because you can get so much in other positions. Um, but Trevor Lawrence, let mm. me defend Trevor Lawrence because he wasn't in your tier three. All right, so. <clears throat> The reason why Trevor Lawrence is in my tier three, it has nothing to do with talent. It has everything to do with garbage points. I expect Jacksonville to be lightweight, horrible, Okay, which means they're going to be playing from behind from the first quarter. He is going to have to throw the ball for four. Unlike most of the other quarterbacks that we've talked about other than him, he doesn't have a defense. So let me ask you a question then. If if that theory is true, why not put Matt Ryan in your tier three? Because Matt Ryan, he doesn't fit the upside and the age. Um, he also just lost Julio Jones, who he's leaned on heavily. So that has to have an effect, although he does have Ridley. I mean, he does have Pitts. He he no longer has I mean, maybe Gage steps up, maybe he's he gonna be playing from behind. I, I he will be. I, I agree, which, which is why he's in my tier four. However, I don't see him having an upside. Again, he's another one of those guys that isn't going to get you any rushing yards at all. Trevor Lawrence, people don't give him credit for his running ability. So th- there, there's a little bit of a dual threat there, 
and the fact that he has weapons galore. I mean, when you look at he has a wide receiving core and he has a running back that he's most comfortable with that's most comfortable catching the ball. So he's going to get quite a bit of points just by checking down to Travis Etienne. So in my humble opinion, I unlike most of these other people that we've talked about so far, that other than Jalen Hurts, I think Jalen Hurts, um, that they're kind of in the same boat. Um, unlike several of the others that I think are going to be so good based on the weapons that they have around them um, and based on the defense keeping the ball in their hands, I think he's literally – there's not going to be too many drives where he's not throwing the ball two downs out of those three downs. Like, in in many cases, three out of three. Like, all of their weapons, for all intents and purposes, are, are, are pass catchers. So, and, and when you get behind – you can't just run the rock and they're going to be behind early. Their defense again is horrible. So I honestly believe that through volume, he's going to be able to rack up points. And then we also have to understand that because he's a rookie, unlike many other teams where they just decide to shut it down, urban Meyer. One thing I know about my coach and I'm a Buckeye fan. I'm going to put that out there. I'm also a Patriots fan. Put that out there. Um, unlike most, Urban Meyer don't care if he's winning or losing. He's running up to score. So please <laughs> believe, if you get the opportunity to score, that man is going to take the opportunity to score. So I don't care if you're behind by 30. Trevor Lawrence will be out there throwing the ball, gaining game time experience. All the starters will be out there the entire time. I can see Matt Ryan being behind by 30 and the coach going ahead and pulling them. I can okay. see... Um, several of other coaches that are in that same scenario, they aren't gonna they aren't gonna get that. Okay, let's keep giving it our full effort. The people around them aren't gonna have that same. Let's keep giving it the same. You got to look at the age of this team, right? The, the these are people that are trying to make a name for themselves and are on the front end of their career. They're gonna be attempting to do their best the entire game four quarters. So that's why I believe through volume and through garbage time production, Trevor Lawrence is going to sneak his way into that third tier. Now go ahead and tear my argument apart. I'm ready for it. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it's cool. I, I just got to see it. I can't really say what a guy's going to be if I haven't seen it yet. You know, so I'm, I'm not. What do, I, what do I always say every year? Prognostication. You got to see it before it happens or you're going to be behind the power curve. That's that could be true, but we got a college coach making his debut in the league. Yep. We got a rookie quarterback. The weapons are uh, okay. I, I like the weapons. I like the weapons. I really do. What, what what did you like about it? Okay, so DJ Chark, in my opinion, is going to be what he should have been because now he has a quarterback that can that can hit him. Um, I, I've liked Jones since he's been with Stafford. Um, he puts up. He's what's, another one. What's Jones' Tyler age? Lock. Age. What's his age? I, I get, now I'm not. I'm not talking about as far as being on my fantasy team. I'm talking about being uh, on, in, on the real NFL team. Oh, this so, is, but this is fantasy. We talking about. Right, right. But what I'm saying is <laughs> his contribution to Trevor Lawrence is what's fantasy relevant, not him as an individual wide receiver. So the collective of the in LaVisca Chenault, I love I like Savisca Chenault to be what Golden Tate used to be. So it, it's actually it's kind of rounding out 
um, it's kind of funny because it's rounding out to be a Detroit Lions type of offense, if you will, but with a better offensive system. So I think Trevor Lawrence and Matt Stafford are a lot alike. Jones is actually Jones. I think DJ Chark is a whole lot like Galloway. Hey, Amen. And I think that Golden Tate and LaVicious Chenault are a lot alike. And, and Stafford never had an ETN. So if, if Trevor Lawrence puts up, and that's fine, because guess who normally puts up outstanding numbers in their rookie years? Running backs. But he's not, gonna, he's, he's not even a starting running back. He's going to be more like a gadget. No, sir. That, believe that lie if you want to. Nobody nobody spends a first-round pick on a gadget guy. I'm telling you, he's going to be in the game. They, they even have him at wide receiver. He's never coming out of the game. He's going to be in that running back. He's going to be in that wide receiver. He's going to be and, – and he's the one that Trevor Lawrence is most comfortable with, obviously, both of them being in Clemson for years together. I'm telling you, he's going – okay, if, if you recall um, Ohio State a couple of years back, ETN is about to be what um, your boy uh, Curtis Samuel did um, a lot for the Buckeyes, um, that, that halfback scenario, but he's going to run the ball a lot more. So I, I can see, yes, he is going to be a gadget guy, but that's just going to be one of the things that he can do. So unlike many others, that just means that he's going to be on the field that much more because he's going to have his guaranteed package. But then he's also, like you said, the gadget guy. So he's going to have other plays that are specifically designed for him that other running backs would not get. I promise you. Urban Meyer would not pick that guy in the first round to be a third down back or to be just a gadget guy. He's he's trying to duplicate what he did with the Buckeyes and Cotton. That, that offensive style is what he's trying to duplicate. And if you look at, there's been many a running backs that were drafted highly based on that system. He picked the guy that he knew based on what he had seen was perfect for his system. So, I'm, and maybe I'm putting a little bit too much faith in the old ball coach. And again, for maybe sure. my true what you telling, telling me sound like a bad spade hand. You got like three possibles. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got three possibles in your hand. You don't have any for sure books. Everything guaranteed sounds volume. for sure. Garbage time is guaranteed. That's a promise. Yeah. That's a promise. It's going to be, we'll revisit this. Now, so we're going to go on to our, the, I think this may be the last tier fourth. that we'll discuss today. My fourth tier, actually, we'll be able to get through tier four and tier five. My fourth tier is pretty large. Um, so be. I'm, um, I'm going to run down real quick. A few of these will address individually. Um, the ones that you have concerns about, you point them out. Those are the ones that I'll address and vice versa. So I have Matt Ryan. I have Kirk Cousins. I have Baker Mayfield. I have Ryan Fitzpatrick, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Cam Newton. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Yes, sir. Cam Newton. Mm. Tua Valoa. Mm. Daniel Jones. Big Ben. Mm -hmm. Derek Carr, and last but well, kind of least, uh, <laughs> Sam Darnold. Okay. So that is my tier four. Again, that's Matt Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Zach Wilson, 
Justin Fields, Cam Newton, Tua Tungavaloa, Daniel Jones, Big Ben, Derek Carr, and Sam Darnold. Okay. Who you got? Uh, mine is also a large <clears throat> tier. Uh, I have uh, Matt Ryan. I have Carson Wentz, uh, Derek Carr. That's that's before or after the including well, the current injury or well, this is before the injury. Okay, um, so 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 now is he is is he still there after the injury or does no we because can make he, that change on the fly? Yeah, he, he'd be out for a while. So he actually, was number one in my tier four, but right. I didn't mention his name because of the, right. the injury. So yeah, this is before the injury. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, just want to make that plain. <laughs> yeah, got Derek Carr, uh, Sam Darnold, uh, Baker Mayfield. Big Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Daniel Jones, and my last guy, Zach Wilson. So if and also I will put Trevor Lawrence in that tier also. Okay, okay, I'm not mad at that. So if if I if I heard you correctly, the players that you don't have that I do. Justin Fields, Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, and Fitzpatrick. I got Sam Darnold. You do have Sam Darnold. Was yes. Fitzpatrick in there? No, he'd so, be in a tier five. So I think it's just those three then that we have. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me give you my rationale real quick, um, and then you give me your rationale for um, anyone that you may have had in your tier four that wasn't in mine. Um, Justin Fields, I believe that he has a wide receiver core that's waiting for a decent quarterback to allow them to break out. Um, I think he's better than any quarterback that Allen Robinson has ever had. Um, and I also believe that he his running capability is going to give him some of that same uh, higher floor potential as some of the previous ones that we talked about. He can run just as well as Hurts, but he can throw the ball better. So barring them putting him in the game, um, now he has a, a week 10 bye. So normally when we see rookies come in, if they don't start off top, um, if they don't start off top, we normally see them come in after the bye. So that's kind of, you know, further back there. So that may be the only reason that he may be a tier five for me. Uh, but if he starts as soon as I think he will, that's the reason I have him in tier four. Cam Newton. Cam Newton, word out of Patriots camp is he has um, solidified himself as the starting uh, quarterback. Our defense wasn't nearly as good as what it's going to be this year, um, just with the opt-outs, not to mention the people that we picked up uh, in free agency. So the uh, defense is going to put the the ball in the offense's hand a lot more. He had double-digit rushing touchdowns. He had no offensive weapons, and he had – um, several touchdowns on the ground. So what that tells me is that if he has the let, let, let's say that if Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry can give him his comfort level the same as what he was with uh, 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 Olsen or Greg Olsen, if you will, uh, if having depth in the uh, backfield, um, as far as our running backs concerned, kind of takes the strain off of him having to, to lift the heavy load as running is concerned. Um, if, if Cam Newton is indeed healthy and motivated, um, and as he said, and as I believe we all know, this is the year for him. If not this year, it's going to be 
it's, it's now a never situation for him. So I believe he's motivated. I believe he has the weapons. I think Aguilar is going to be a nice downfield target for him. Um, so I can see him getting in the same numbers relatively as to the other people mentioned in the same tier. Hmm. Uh, then lastly, um, was it Fitzpatrick, I believe, was the third one? Hmm. Um, Fitzpatrick got a receiving core. Uh, he, he's McLaurin is a stud. He is a bona fide stud. Um, Curtis Samuel is a st- Curtis Samuel actually his air yards, um, which is uh, basically the amount of yards that the ball is traveling through the air before it gets to the receiver. His air yards is one of the highest um, in the NFL. And now he has a quarterback whose specialty is the deep ball. So I think that that's going to work out well. Um, the rookie, uh, Deami Brown, um, they say he's cutting up in camp. They're putting him in the slot. Um, you have two running backs that are capable receivers. You have a tight end who's a more than capable receiver. I honestly think that this is the most potent um, offense that Fitzpatrick has been in. And he's been, to be clear, a top 15 uh, quarterback previously to having this type of a team. And God knows the defense is ridiculous. So, and also, let's take into account the teams that he gets to play. He's going to play the Giants twice. He's going to play the Cowboys twice. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You lost me. What? Go ahead. When when has uh, Fitzpatrick been a top 15 quarterback? When he played with uh, – when he came in for um, – wasn't it uh, – uh, I think he came in for Winston, if I'm not mistaken. Um, when was this? Yeah, I want, I want to say he came for – I can't remember the year. But I know he's came in as a top uh, QB. I, I'll verify the year, and I'll point it out to you because I know you're going to hold me to it. But I, I mean, promise you, he was, a, <laughs> he was a top QB when given the opportunity to actually start for a season. Um, and I want to say somebody got hurt, or I'm trying to remember the exact scenario, but he was in the top 15 um, as far as QBs are concerned. And, and as you give yours – I'll research that right quick to verify. Um, Please but do. that's the reason why I believe that he's going to be in this particular tier. He has every um, opportunity to put up his best season that he's had. Yeah, but I mean, he's now what? What's his age? Thirty uh, nine. He's going on thirty nine years old. Yeah, we, somewhere in there. And we sit here talking about put up his best season he ever had. I yeah. Mean, because he has the best opportunities ever. You got to think. He hasn't had the opportunity to really finish. Minutes. He's always come in as the guy to hold it in the road. And then whoever the younger guy was is who they moved on to. I mean, he just had a – he played in Miami where he had uh, 13 Look, break, starts. Breaking news. Matthew Stafford, full participant in practice. So that uh, that thumb injury is um, in the past already. Yeah, I wasn't too concerned about that. He just hit a helmet. Uh, but with, with Ryan Fitzpatrick, man, I, I think he, you know, he gets people excited. He has his weeks. Okay, I got you. Twenty fifteen, um, he started 20. all sixteen games. He finished with thirty nine hundred passing yards, thirty one passing touchdowns, fifteen interceptions, mm. and that was twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen, yeah. Damn, man, I was, I was, I was, man, I was. 2015, man, that was a good year for me. I was young. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I could 
Whew, I could run without getting tired. All I'm saying I mean, is when that he was a played good year. the last time he played 16 games, he put up more than average quarterback numbers. And this is going to be his best. I mean, even when he, when he was sparing Tua, um, obviously he was better than the young guy last year. His coach kept putting him in when he, when he thought Tua couldn't handle it. And what did he do in most of those cases? He was able to bring him back to a respectable um, and then they me. kept then they kept pulling them out again. Right, because that was a part of the plan. Tua, Tua was their future. Like literally, most spots that he's been in, that was what his design was to do. Not not to the same extent as with Miami last year, but that was sort of the design, if you will. Um, but yeah, I mean, but let's shoot through the rest of these quarterbacks real quick because I know we are coming towards the end of the episode. Um, Tier five will be the yeah, this, this is the last tier for sure. Uh, my tier five, Jameis Winston, Jared Goff, Trey Lance, uh, Deshaun Watson at the moment, because we don't know if he's gonna play. Taysom Hill, because I don't know who's gonna start between him and Winston. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, Tyrod Taylor, Mac Jones, Andy Dalton. That's my tier five. Okay. In my tier five, uh, that's where I would have guys like uh, Jared Goff, um, Jimmy Garoppolo. I would go with the Jameis Winston, uh, Taysom Hill combo, of course. Also, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick would be down here. Uh, hmm. Okay. T- Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. Cam Newton. Okay. And uh that's pretty much it. So 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 I, I see you don't have And Tua, I'm sorry. Tua Tua, Tua okay. Yeah, Tua. He was also in my in my tier five. And I see you didn't have Deshaun Watson graded out at all. Is that just a a, a wait and see approach? Yeah, as far that's, as a, that's one okay. of those risks. I don't respect, know respect. what's going on. Like because if I know he's playing for sure, then of course he's gonna be at the top. But we not know anything. I just rather not uh, rank them. Even with just that, I had a problem with your fields ranking because who who knows he's going to be the starter? You know what I mean? I, of course, he's the better quarterback. Same thing. Contains, same good. thing with Cam Newton. Like, what's going to happen? I think Cam Newton really just keeping the seat warm until Mac Jones is ready. Because in that same camp, some of the stories coming out saying Mac Jones is looking pretty good. I can see that too, um, but. I, I like to now and w- once we get to like tier four and five, understand that's like your quarterback three, quarterback four. I like to kind of have upside um in those tiers, especially because when a fields, not if, when fields takes over, it's gonna be because he's the better QB. And it's gonna be because they don't feel as if there's gonna be any adverse effect on his gameplay. And that's going to happen. It's, it's no different than sometimes I'll draft a young running back that may not necessarily be um, towards the forefront of the depth chart in week one, but I expect by week three or four for them to take over. So when you get to that part of the draft and when you get that deep into the tiers, I'm definitely, um, again, going to follow the guard system to a T. Uh, so although they're in the same tier, don't hear what I'm not saying. That doesn't mean that I would necessarily draft that individual. This is looking at the tier that every quarterback is in. Mm-hmm. So 
some of these guys that are in these tiers, I wouldn't necessarily draft them to my team because of the guard system. Um, but Fields is one that I would based on the guard system. Um, I don't think Andy Dalton's going to stick around but so long. And when Fields comes in, um, I think he's going to come in with his hair on fire and um, we're going to see some fireworks. Um, but with that being said, we're going to come back next episode and we are going to do the same thing with the running back tiers. So I expect there's going to be a little bit more controversy with the running backs. The way we uh, the way we look at running backs is like night and day sometimes. But um, this has been a phenomenal show. I hope that we were able to make sure that you guys were able to get something um, out of the quarterback rankings. You got a, a little bit more of a picture in your mind's eye of who's around the same area that should allow you to um, make those decisions a little bit easier uh, if you can hold off on a certain position for a couple of rounds in your draft or if you can make a trade and get someone of the same likeness or the same tier ranking as someone that you're giving up. All of that goes into play in your fantasy strategy. So we will see you next go round. And as always, check us out on all of the social media sites. Again, we are on uh, fantasy, uh, the Fantasy Football Fiend on IG. We are uh, Fantasy underscore Fiend on Twitter at Gmail. If you want to shoot us a question that you want us to tackle on the show, Fantasy Football Fiend at Gmail. We'll holler at you next go round. Later. Later.